You are listening to Kingdom Faith, where we talk about the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. My name's Phil, and on this week's episode, I'm going to talk about courage. And to answer the question, are you courageous? And, and I believe that a lot of churches and, and a lot of Christians um, have lost their courage in the Lord. And, you know, it can be hard to, to be courageous and in confrontation with everything that's going around uh, in the world. So those are some of the things that uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, on this week's episode of the podcast. But to, to first answer, you know, wh- why why is it so important and the reasons why we must be courageous first i think we have to understand you know why are why people become afraid when when we're talking about christians when we think okay well we have the holy spirit we have jesus um, we have god you know we have no reason to be afraid but then why are so many christians afraid and and i think there are are two big uh, points to, to make when we're talking about you know why Christians and, and and why believers become afraid is is number one failure. I think a lot of people struggle with this this idea of failure and, and success and those types of things. And you know God calls you to something, and in the back of your head you're like, okay, I'm gonna fail. You know I'm not gonna be successful. Um, so we decide not to do it. We decide not to take that first step out. Um, because we we think we have to you know be the best at it, um, and all we really have to do is is do what God calls us to do, and that's some of the things that you know we talked about being a young leader on last week's uh, episode uh, of the podcast. But you know failure failure is huge, um, and it, you know makes us afraid. It makes us timid. And the Bible talks about how we shouldn't be timid or, or afraid. Um, because God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, um, and Timothy. And I think that's, you know, a huge piece when we understand that, you know, God doesn't give us fear. God doesn't make us afraid. God doesn't, you know, want us to, to be scared of, of what he calls us to, but to know that, that he equips us and, and gives us what we need to do whatever we we want, but the, when we think about you know this world, I think another point rises up, and that's conflict. There's so much conflict in the world today, you know, especially against uh, believers and in the world. You know, that's it's been that way from day one. You know, Jesus even said, if they're coming after me, you know, they're going to come after you. Um, and I think we as believers, we don't want that to happen. Um, we will do whatever it takes so that doesn't happen. So we won't stand up for what we believe in, because when we stand up for what we believe in, um, you know, it causes, it can cause conflict. And sometimes I think we think that it's going to happen more often than it probably will happen, um, but it will happen. The, the Bible is pretty clear that conflict will arise when we share Christ's name, when, when Jesus is, is in us, the world will be coming after us. Um, so we can't be afraid of conflict because we know that that it's going to come. And I think in, in Philippians uh, 4.13, when we are actually, you know, we look at that verse in the context, um, that's what the types of things that Paul's talking about is all these things that he can endure those, you know, hardships, those pains, those sufferings um, because of Christ. Um, and, and I know early on, I've mentioned it here on the podcast before. Um, when God called me to to preach, 
you know, I was terrified. You know, I I didn't want to do it. I, I kept saying no for a year, and, and God had every right just to walk away from me, but he kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me. And, and sooner or later, I just surrendered to that calling and, and, and had courage to, to do what he wanted me to do. Um, and it was it's a huge blessing, but it doesn't mean that it didn't come with, with conflict and and you know when I think about you know that fear that I had when it when it came to to pastoring is there was that time frame that I didn't get to be in my calling and I think that's important to know the longer that we're afraid the longer that we we hide from what God wants us to do the longer it is that we aren't blessed we're not in the place where God wants us to be um, and we're not pleasing God when we're not obeying uh, what he's called us to do um, but you always wonder am I courageous and you can't ever answer that question unless you're faced with some sort of opposition you can't say that you're a courageous person if you've never experienced courage and I think that's important to know um, you know, when you think back, you know, am I am I courageous? Do I have courage? Do I have the courage uh, that that God gives me? Um, you have to kind of evaluate that with what are the moments God's called me to, and did I do what He asked me of? And if you've done what He's asked you, then I would say you're a pretty courageous person. But even there'll still be those moments. I think this is why we must always be watchful and, and ready to to be, you know, to have courageous uh, or to to have courage is because these moments don't come once and they never don't ever come again they come at all times and there's been many times that that I've been in moments where I've been you know afraid to share the gospel and I'll, I'll share this moment I'm not sure if I shared this on this podcast before is um, we we did these fun things for a fusion group which is like 18 to to 21 year olds um and we did all these silly things at the malls like a scavenger hunt we had to do these things we used to like sing happy birthday to some random stranger you know just certain th- types of things like that but the last thing that was worth the most points was to share the gospel and we prayed and prayed and prayed that you know it was getting close to the end of the time that we were going to be there um, that God would just send us somebody if if we needed to share the gospel that God, God would just put us put somebody you know in our path that we could okay God you want us this is the person you want us to share the gospel to um, and I mean minutes later um, some person who worked at the store that we were in came up and just started having a conversation with us and I really just felt the Holy Spirit say here it is you know you prayed for it you know I've provided and you know just this fear just overcame me and I couldn't do it none of us did it and that was the only thing out of that whole giant list that we didn't do was to share the gospel um, and I think that's so true when it when we're talking about courage and those types of things many many believers have courage to do worldly things but not spiritual things and that is a scary place to be because of this, the next part of that story, which I left and I felt the conviction and guilt of the Holy Spirit. I felt so guilty that I, I God, give me this opportunity. There was no doubt. Um, 
you know, I couldn't make excuses. I just didn't do it. Um, and I felt so guilty that I had to, you know, I was like, I got to go there. And I think either the day after or, or maybe two days, I don't quite remember. Um, I was going to look for this, this girl who, who came up to us so that I could share the gospel with her. And I never could find her again. And I really just felt, you know, Holy Spirit speak to me and say, you know, you, you missed your opportunity. You had the opportunity and you missed it. You were too afraid to to share the greatest thing, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ, to somebody, but you were you were okay with with singing happy birthday to a complete stranger or all the other stuff that we did. Um and that sat with me for a long time, knowing that there's an opportunity in front of you. Sometimes you got to to grit and and fight through the fear and have courage, the courage that only God can give, and I think that's important, only God can give uh, this courage uh, to us, because this when we're not talking about earthly things, we're talking about spiritual things, um, and only the Holy Spirit can guide you through what you need to do, whether that's sharing the gospel, whether that's doing something for mi- in ministry, whether God calls you to go overseas, you know, there's so many situations where you have to have courage. And if you don't have courage, you're probably going to miss the greatest blessing in your life, which is to continue to follow God wherever it leads. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to be prosperous or you're going to have lots of stuff. I'm saying that there is no greater happiness, joy, peace, all those things when you're following the will that God has for you. And if that will is to go in the most treacherous places, then that's going to be the greatest joy in your life. Um, and I think that's the beginning to start to understand why it's so important to have courage in your life. The, a Christian must have courage. You know, we see so many examples uh, in the Bible of, of, of good godly uh, Christians um, especially in Acts, having a courage that can only be explained through the Holy Spirit. You know, you have, um, you know, Peter and John proclaiming to the people who who killed Jesus that you've murdered the Messiah. Um, you have both of them also. They, the the Sanhedrin is telling them not to ever uh, preach in the name of Jesus, and they say we can't do that um, because who's better to obey God? or man, um, and I think, you know, especially with that situation, you know, their example also, you know, their actions spoke so much more towards the end of that, is they literally went back and started preaching Jesus Christ, it didn't stop them, the fear of death didn't stop the disciples uh, from preaching the name of Jesus Christ. Um, and, and I think that is one of our better, you know, best examples in scriptures uh, of men following God in the most courageous way in the fear of death. Um, so I want to just list these three reasons why we must be courageous in the world that we're living in. Number one is we're commanded. Um, God throughout scripture has commanded us that we must be strong, we must be courageous. Uh, Deuteronomy 31 uh, 6 says, Be strong and courageous, do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you, he will never leave you, uh, he will never leave you nor forsake you. 
we are commanded we're commissioned by god to be the the strongest and most courageous people um because lives are are at stake and, and opposition is gonna come it's gonna look like you're not gonna make it um but god will always see us through um and it might not look in the ways that we want to know that we that we want it to look but god will continue to see his children through and when you understand you know that that you're a child of God, and God is our father. A father doesn't lead their son or daughter down the path of destruction. Um, it, not that life isn't going to get rocky, because it's going to get pretty rocky. Um, but a father will always lead his children to safety. Um, and he continues to do that. Um, and I think, you know, when... You know, we don't like rules. We don't like to be told what to do. That's just part of our sin nature. But when God says that you must be strong and courageous, there are uh, there are so many reasons why we must do that thing. But if all we if all God said was be strong and courageous, it's enough that we must obey it because God is saying it. But number two is an important one. Um, number two is. God goes before us. We don't know the way ahead of us. We don't know um, what lies, you know, in front of us. But God does. God sees uh, what is ahead of you. And in that same passage, Deuteronomy thirty-one eight, says, "The Lord Himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid." And do not be discouraged. See, he, he, he says it again, but he, he adds there that the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. Um, knowing that God sees the road ahead hopefully gives you enough peace to have the courage uh, that God wants you to, to have. Um, so that you can just do it because you know that God's going to know what's in front of you. Um, and God, like I said before, doesn't lead you down the path of destruction. But if, let's say, we aren't courageous, we have fear, we run the other way, then I would say, look at the story of Jonah. Jonah had the ability to be courageous. The Ninevites were savages. Um, you know, he, he thought potentially if he went, um, they could kill him. Um, he didn't like the people for one. Um, but they were murderers. They 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 were savages, um, and he and he ran away. He said, "No way, you know, I'm not doing that." Um, and the path that he could have went the first time would have been easier if he just obeyed God the first time than the path he had to get there um, the second time, which is obviously, I mean, most I'm sure that's listening know the story of Jonah. But he gets swallowed up by this big fish, and he's in the belly for, for, for three days, and that's a moment of, of, of humbling for sure. And God spits him up onto dry land and basically says, go do what I told you the first time. And he goes, and a whole nation, um, is, is, a whole nation repents, and God relents. Um, and I think you know that's huge for us to see that when we have courage to do what God wants us to do, a whole nation can come to repentance. A whole nation can come uh, from destruction into, you know, restoration. You know, and that's amazing that God would even use us that way. 
Um, but God uses us to show his strength. God uses us to show, you know, how mighty and awesome that he is, that he would use, you know, someone as weak and, and frail as me to to do, uh, you know, his purpose and, and his will and, and my life and other people's lives. Um, but also, you know, you see in the very beginning, I believe it's Exodus 14, um, where where the Israelites had have have left Egypt and the Egyptians are coming after them, um, and they're they're at the Red Sea and there's nowhere for them to go and now they're they're kind of complaining and so why'd you lead us you know out here to to die basically you know you you know basically there's gonna be a bunch of graves out here, um, you know I wish we you know we wouldn't have left Egypt, um, but God literally has this pillar cloud that goes before him before them to guide the way and then gets behind them to protect them long enough you know so that they can make their way across the the red sea um you know god does miraculous things uh for his children um and he doesn't just do that those things for the Israelites he does that thing for for us because we are his children we are a child of God if you if you have Jesus Christ um so we have no reason not to be courageous because we have a God who can split the Red Sea God who can provide protection for us we have the almighty uh one of God uh, and I think you know when we, when we start to talk about these things it seems silly to me not to be courageous when we start to talk about all the things that God does for his people when we're talking about, you know, going before them and, and knowing the way, it seems silly to me not to follow him because he's going to be the best thing to follow. Because when we don't, we end up like Jonah in the belly of a fish. And if you are a believer and, and you, you know, you love the Lord, um, you're eventually probably going to do <laughs> what you're called sometimes it's just better if we just have the courage to do it when he asks us to do it um but also like i'd say with the story that i mentioned you just might miss your opportunity to have a huge blessing in your life um but for like i said one you know we're commanded to two god was the one who goes before us he knows the way um and three and I think this is important, and I think it shows us the responsibility that we have here on earth. It's found in 2 Corinthians 5.20, which, which, which says, We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin uh, us, to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We represent Christ here on earth. That's a huge responsibility. That is a major responsibility. We have to be strong. We have to be courageous. If we're not those things, we aren't representing Christ in, in the right way. If we're timid, if we're always afraid, if we never do what God wants us to do, we are misrepresenting uh, our Savior. And that, like I said, that is a huge deal. Um, we need a lot more stronger churches. We need a lot more stronger uh, Christians willing to do what God wants them to do. 
Um, you know, we don't we don't defend God. We don't have to fight for God, but we are His ambassadors. We do represent God with our lives, um, and. I don't know about you, but Christ isn't someone who's fearful. Christ isn't someone who is timid. Christ isn't someone who doesn't have courage. You know, Christ is Christ. He is the almighty, powerful uh, son of God. And we represent that. And, And where much is given, much is required. You know, much has been given to us. We need to represent it we need to be responsible with it we need to what we really need to use it for what it needs to be used for and that's to proclaim the gospel of jesus christ i hope you know if you've been a christian for a long time that you've at least been able to share the gospel with somebody um i know the reason why i say this is because there are many christians that have been Christians for 20 years and have never shared the gospel of Jesus Christ with a single person because they're too afraid of what that person might say. They have grandmas and grandpas, moms and dads, brothers and sisters who they've never even shared the gospel with because they're afraid of what they might say, what they might do, what they, you know, what they might think of you. Um, And again, I would say we are ambassadors for Christ. We're not ambassadors for the world. We're not ambassadors for our our parents. We are ambassadors of of Christ and Christ alone. Um, So, you know, with all of that, with those three things, we're commanded. And I think that just by itself, we need to be courageous. We need to be bold. um, We need to be strong in our faith. Um, God's, God's going to... God's never going to lead you astray. And I think when you do understand that, it is a little bit easier to have the courage and boldness to, to speak out the courage and boldness to, to do what um, what God's commanding you to. And, and it, it's easy to be courageous in the small things. But if you can't even be courageous in the small things, you're never going to be courageous, obviously, in the big things that God calls you to. Um, So I I think that you have to be a courageous Christian. You can't just be, you know, have courage one moment and not the next. You have to ask the Holy Spirit to give you courage and boldness every single day. When you wake up and you pray to God, you thank Him for for giving you another day, whatever whatever you pray for. Um, I think you also need to pray that God gives you the boldness and courage to endure the world that is set before you, the world that, that He's kind of put you in. Because God has placed each and every one of us in a certain situation um, where we can proclaim the gospel um, and, only, and only the gospel in Jesus Christ. So, so just my, you know, this is a shorter episode uh, here this week, and, and that's okay. Um, but hopefully this is an encouragement to you. Hopefully this is a reflecting time that, that maybe God is calling you today to do something that you're terrified to do. Again, I will remind you that the Word of God says that He doesn't give us a spirit of fear, and that that spirit of fear does not come from God, but He gives us power, He gives us love, and He gives us a sound mind to do what 
he wants you to do. What he wants you to do, not what somebody else wants you to do, what he's called you to. So this is what I would say to the the believer. Be ready for anything. Be ready for the conflict. Be ready for the, the sufferings. Be ready for the pains. Because all of those things, and this is going to sound crazy, all of those things are blessings in your life. All of those things show the fullness of Christ in those things. Christ suffered, we suffer. Um, and, and praise God that we do. Um, I know that's a weird thing to praise God for, um, but it also does put in perspective um, the suffering that Christ endured on the cross. And, and hopefully you know that adds some joy in your life of what he's done, the, the redeeming that, that only he has done through his blood. Um, what I would say that this not only applies to the the single believer, but it actually also applies to churches as well. God calls people to do you know his ministry to do his will, but he also calls churches as a whole, the local body of believers, to do whatever he calls you to do whether that's you know some sort of ministry or teaching or or certain whatever it could be you must still have courageous and you must still be strong um and i think you know for just um you know just this final thought you know with with being ready for anything know that god loves you know that God equips you and know that God will continue to see you through. God will continue to to lead the way as is what we've seen in, in Deuteronomy 31.8. That God goes before you and he will be with you always. Um, and I think that's a cool thing that Jesus says to the disciples before, you know, he kind of just, he leaves and goes up, is that I will be with you to the, the very end of the age. Um, and, and praise God and what a blessing that is. Um, but our weekly verse, and just talk about it a bit here too, but Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And he is the exact, I mean, God is saying exactly what is, is referenced in Deuteronomy 31 6. It's the same thing, but this is what he says Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. See, Joshua takes, you know, up this this mantle uh, that Moses had. This, you know, this huge task of, of being responsible and leading God's uh, God's people. Um, this wasn't going to be easy. And if you read throughout Joshua, it definitely was not easy. There was a lot of things that had to be decided. There's a lot of rocky paths. Um, and there was a huge, huge amount of faith. Um, that Joshua had to have, and a lot of courage, and a lot of a lot of strength. You know, they had to do something as as simple and as hard to do as to march around a city and then take, you know, the walls of Jericho. Um, you know, they they did those things, but this is the important part of all that. They didn't do it by themselves. They did it with God. Um, so if you are a person that struggles with courage, being courageous or bold or strong in the faith, um, your first step is to ask 
the one who gives it. Ask God for courage. Ask God for strength so that you can do what you know you ought to do. Um, so again, what I would like to say this weekly verse, Joshua 1, nine says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong uh, and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. This is a podcast brought to you by New Life Ministries. Uh, if you'd like to give, you can give at newlifeministries-indiana.com. And that concludes our episode for this week. Hopefully, it's been an encouragement to you. If you'd like to leave a comment or a request for an episode, you can email us at kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening to Kingdom Faith.